0: open our lips and our mouths will declare your praise glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen the scripture for today is first corinthians 15 verses 12 through 20 Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word as we listen to Christ, Our Hope in Life and Death by Jordan Coughlin, Keith Getty, Matt Boswell, Matt Papa, and Matthew Merker, sung here by Shane and Shane. This arrangement stretches the march-like contemporary hymn into a more drawn-out emotional reflection. Each chorus explodes with triumph in a welcome cacophony of voices, percussion, and harmony, a representation of Christ's victory over death.
1: It's our only comfort that our souls to Him belong who holds our days within His hand. What comes apart from His command, and what will keep us to the end? The last. Christ He lives, Christ He lives and walks
2: 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 12-20 through 20. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We're even found to be misrepresenting God, because we testified about God that he raised Christ. Whom he did not raise, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep.
3: Some believers in Corinth needed their view straightened out. Paul says in verse 12, How can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? See, we as modern people assume that ancients were gullible, but they also had a hard time believing in the resurrection from the dead. Jesus' earliest eyewitnesses were not predisposed to buying that he would come to life after being crucified. They knew it was true because the risen Christ convinced and changed them. Well, Paul affirms the resurrection of Jesus by pointing out what would be the case if he had remained dead. He moves from the triumphant affirmation of Jesus rising to the gloomy hypotheticals that would be in effect if he hadn't. Verse 14, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is in vain, Paul says, and your faith is in vain. If Christ didn't leave the tomb on his own accord, Christianity would be rendered pointless and empty. The beautiful moral teaching about loving your neighbor is gutted, and your faith would be anchored to air, futile, good for nothing. Life would indeed then be the sound of fury signifying nothing, and we should close every church door immediately. If Christ has not been raised, then we have misrepresented God, Paul says. Now, as a serious Jew, he knew the consequence of bearing false witness about God, calling God a liar. Why would I make this up, he says? What would I have to gain? Promoting a fabricated story would get me misery forever. Worst of all, he says, you'd still be dead in your sins. If we have hoped in Christ for nothing, then we are the most pathetic people ever. We've been suckered. Well, these horrible hypotheticals won't come to pass. They said, some of them, Jesus didn't rise because the dead cannot But Paul said the dead can rise because Jesus did. And so, friends, your faith and hope are not in vain, but they are anchored in Jesus who rose to incorruptible life for you. Christ is alive. Therefore, you're not dead in your sins. Your tendency to love God and your neighbor far too little, that's been dealt with at the cross. Your life is not the sound of fury, but the sound of fullness and glory enjoy